Welcome to the Better Life Podcast. I'm April. So glad you're here today. Today in this episode, I have a special guest. It's my mom, Dodie Osteen. And uh, we have something, uh, I think, extra special that we're going to talk about that I believe will encourage you and bring hope. If it's your first time here, welcome. I would love for you to subscribe, hit that notification bell. Every single week, you'll get multiple episodes. This episode, Mama, we are going to talk about you. (laughs) We're going to talk about your healing, your journey through the diagnosis of cancer. We had to start this off by saying we are not doctors. We are not saying that this way is your way. But when I go places and I talk about uh, how you were healed of cancer, people always want to know what she did, what was her journey, what was the pathway. So this is her pathway. Hopefully it will encourage you if you're going through sickness or hard times Hang on till the end of the episode. We're going to pray specifically for you. So, Mama, tell us all, first of all, what was your diagnosis? It was in 1981. What happened? 1981, when I didn't expect it, right around Christmas time. Mm -hmm. Uh, In fact, I got out of the hospital on December 11th, 1981, Mm -hmm. after being in there 21 days. In April, I got a diagnosis of metastatic cancer of the liver. I was shocked. Daddy was shocked. Everybody was shocked. Because I was healthy, I was strong, and I didn't think that there was anything wrong with me that, you know, it was maybe some little stomach problem. But anyway, it happened to be that, and they didn't know what they could do for me. They said, you know, you can have more tests and all, but we're not sure that we can find the primary tumor. So anyway, Daddy said, well, let's just go on home, and we'll pray and seek God, and then if we have to come back, we will. So I'm not telling anybody not to take treatment, because Mm -hmm. that's important for you to do what God tells you to do. He just told us to do this. Mm -hmm. So we went home in the 5 o'clock traffic, and I'm telling you, it was not a fun thing to go out there and face you and Mother and Daddy Mm -hmm. And uh, all the other children were gone. But it was just a thing that was so different from what we were used to. But thank God I had knowledge on how God heals and what the Bible says about healing. And that's the first thing. We're going to go through several uh, things that just were staples in her life. And the first thing, which I wrote down, which was what she just said, is that you have to know what God's Word says about healing. And how different would it have been if you didn't know what the Word oh, of God said? Well, I probably wouldn't be here today because, you know, he had healed Lisa, mm-hmm. and she had a birth injury. But the Bible says that himself took our infirmities. Mm-hmm. Himself. Jesus took it on the cross so that we didn't have to bear them. And I remembered that and all the things that we had been taught after, you know, after we had a healing of our daughter. And that uh, we were in a, not in a different church now. We had started Lakewood Church. But that just kept me alive and kept me on, you know, hopeful that Jesus yeah. would keep his word. I know Jesus would never lie to us. Mm-hmm. He will not break his covenant, but he will keep his word. So they knew, thank goodness, Mama and Daddy knew that God still heals. You know, they were in a denomination that taught them that the day of miracles was over. And maybe you're like that today. And we just want to let you know God is still doing miracles. We've yes. seen it happen. God is still healing. And it, he doesn't send the sickness but he can heal the sickness. So you got to know what the Word of God says. The Word of God says, by the stripes of Jesus, you're made whole. Daddy prayed a prayer that day. What he did. What did he pray? On our floor at the foot of the bed, he prayed, and it was so touching to me. He said he prayed and commanded the cancer to go. And then he said, Jesus, I need her. 
You need her, Jesus. The children need her. The church needs her, and her mother and dad need her. I never will forget that. On December the 11th, 1981, right there on the floor, when I was so weak and and sick, but you know what? God just honored His Word, and mm-hmm. I began to get better and better and better. That's and, the the second thing that you did. You established a date that in your heart was the day that you were healed. That's right. So December 11th, 1981. And that doesn't mean, that's just in our heart when she said, God, I take you at your word that by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. It's not the date that you felt sickness leave your body, but it's the date in your heart that you said, this is the day that I am healed and I'm standing on that healing. That's right. And when people tried to tell me, you know, that that wasn't true, or one lady said, well, my aunt had the same thing and, and she lived four months and then she died. You don't want to hear that when you're fighting a disease like mm-hmm. that. So make your words sweet when you talk to people and tell them good things. Tell That's them what good. God says. Right. The next thing that she did, and she told me all this before, we talked about it before, but you visualized your healed, healthy self. And, you know, the Bible says, write the vision down, make it plain, make it clear so that those that run by it may see it. So mama took God at his word that's found in Habakkuk to, even though she felt bad, even though she'd been given a a death wish by the doctors, all they could do, um, she had to visualize what it was like to be healthy. And you did that by putting up pictures. I did. I put pictures of when daddy and me married in 1954 and then when we were on a, a trip at a ranch mm-hmm. in North Dakota or South Dakota, and it, I was on a horse, mm-hmm. a beautiful horse just riding, and with a big pink hat. I looked like a real Texas cowgirl. <laughs> but anyway, I put that picture on and then other found other pictures that, to put on there on the mirror in my bathroom. And I'm telling you, that just helped me to look at it. Just, Mm -hmm. it brings life to you. Yeah. So when she woke up, even though she might, may have felt bad, I don't know how you felt, but she would see the first thing she saw was she and daddy married. So she, she was reminding herself of healthy Mm Dodie, happy Dodie, pastor's wife, Dodie, everything she could. She knew that it was important what you see and what you surround yourself with. And not only that, not only did she visualize it, but the words that came out of her mouth, that she was very careful what she said about her situation. Yes, I was. I'm telling you. I hear people sometimes say, I know I'm not going to recover from this. I know I'm going to die. Don't let yourself say things like that. You're snared by the words of your mouth. And a pleasant word is is better. A beautiful, pleasant word to somebody is better than pictures of silver and apples of gold and pictures of silver. So make your words sweet. And what you say about yourself, make them sweet, too. Mm -hmm. I don't think I ever heard you. I was the only kid at home. I never heard Mama speak a negative word. I never heard her, you know, uh, cursing God. God, why'd you do this to me? I heard what came out of her mouth was, by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. I'll live and not die and proclaim the works of the Lord. It's not denying that she was sick, but it's taking God at His word and speaking out His word, speaking out life. And That's right. she knew that the word she spoke became the house that she lived in. So she made sure she was speaking faith. You know, you don't have to say everything you think. That's you don't right. have to talk about how you feel, but you can talk about how God's word says you'll feel. So That's right. I know that was that was huge. That was important. It was. And another thing that you did is you wrote some letters um, of forgiveness. That's right. I just thought, my goodness, if I have something against me and I didn't know of anything, 
but I could think of things maybe in the past when y'all were literal or something. And then mother and daddy, I just wrote them a letter and a, to, to, to daddy. And then I wrote one to a man that was so special. He came to the church and he played country music like I liked. And I, I thought one day maybe I just said something about one of his songs I shouldn't have said. So I wrote him. He didn't even know what I was talking about. But I'm telling you, unforgiveness is not good for you, and it's not good for the person that you have something against. So just forgive them and forget it. If you can't make your head forgive them, make your heart forgive them and, and just pray for them. Write them a note and say, I love you and I bless you or something like that. Even though they've been mm-hmm. good, you know, there's a well-known speaker, a lady that talks about how she was abused when she was a little girl. But, you know, she forgave her daddy, and then she took care of him at the end. So how important is forgiveness in the journey to healing? Oh, man, I think it's everything. Because the Bible says if we don't forgive, then Jesus won't forgive us. And by all means, I need Jesus to forgive me every day. something that I've done or said that wasn't really good. So, And I, I like how Mama says that she just felt clean and pure on the inside. And maybe you have something today that you need to forgive someone for. You know, forgiveness doesn't make them right. It simply sets you free. So that might be just a little something in your journey that you can think about today. Another thing that you did, Mama, is you prayed for others. In the midst of her feeling so badly, she decided to take the eyes off of herself and begin to pray for the needs of others. Amen. I thought Jesus would bless me if I prayed for others. So I just started having praying when Daddy called on me at the church, usually at every service, and then after services and all. And I loved it. still do. That's good. And, you know, it does take your mind off yourself and everything that you're going through. And you might be too sick right now to pray for others, but you can pray for others while you're laying there or um, just use the opportunity like that. that, That's right. Pick up the phone and call and say, I love you. You can't say much more than I love you, and I'm praying for you. You don't know what that does for people. That's good. And uh, one more thing that she did, you know, she— she believed God. Um, she, she, every day she was speaking the word. She put those pictures up. She was praying for others. She forgave. And the scripture says, having done all stand. Your miracle was not overnight, but there was a point that you just had to stand on the word yeah, of God. You're right. And one time I even got the Bible out and put it on the foot of the bed and stood on it and said, God, I'm standing on your word. Mm-hmm. And somebody else told me they did that, but they said my feet were too big for it. I had to have two bottles. <laughs> but anyway, stand on the Word of God. God will not let you down. People will let you down sometimes, mm-hmm. but God never will. That standing on the Word, some people may not understand that. What does that mean? Not not physically, but no, what does not that physically, mean in your heart? But to me, I did it because right. it sounded good to me. Just stand on the Word of God. Get you some promises. You know, I mm-hmm. still read all my promises every day. Probably, I think there are about 53 of them. And I still read them because they're important to me. Mm-hmm. And in case I would, you know, just forget one, I've got them all there written down. And um, it's important to me. You know, we will link, I'll link a video up here right now of her healing scriptures. So you'll have access to those. We do these things so it'll bring hope and inspiration to your heart. God is no respecter of persons. What's and eventually, truth? Mama just noticed that she wasn't sick anymore. Yeah. Isn't that right? Yes. And I was out working the yard again, mowing the lawn, raking leaves and all. And, and when I'd go out the driveway, I'd say, thank you, Father, by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. And just just did everything that I knew to do. And mm-hmm. I'm sure I don't do, didn't do everything that everybody else might have done, but I did what I mm-hmm. knew to do. So do what you know to do. 
Right. And if you don't know it, go to a church where you do learn about healing. She was 48 years old. She's now 89 years old, totally cancer-free. Again, her journey may not be your journey, but we just want to give you hope and life, give you access to these scriptures that are already done, already uh, figured out for you. You can have access to those. We even have your healing uh, testimony on uh, one of my YouTube, and I'll link it right here. We extended it so you can play it at night while you're sleeping. And uh, we just we just want to know, people to know that God is still healing today. Oh, thank God. And uh, before we end, uh, Mama, I just wish you'd pray for people that are maybe suffering with something right now. Okay. I'd be glad to. I'd love to. Father, I pray for the people that have things wrong in their bodies, in their minds, in their hearts, whatever they have wrong. Jesus, I ask you to touch them and heal them. Jesus, you want your children to be well. So I ask you, Father, to do a miracle in them. Father, help them to know that you love them with an everlasting love and that you still do miracles, Father, and that you will not let them down. So I ask you to touch them and heal them. I speak to everyone that has something wrong with them that's watching, and I speak healing to them. I command whatever disease, whatever anxiety, whatever they have in their heart, that it will leave depression Everything bad will go, and good will come, Father, and you will extend their lives, Jesus, and help them to live for you and to serve you with all their hearts. I speak healing to every one of them. If I could touch your head, I would just touch your head, and I'd say, healing, come, healing, come, healing, come, because, Jesus, you want them to be healed, and you want them to live to serve you, Father, and to do for others, and to pray for others and see other miracles. So, Father, do it, because you love them, Lord Jesus, and because we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks, Mama, for being with us today. And uh, I hope you've enjoyed today. And until next week or until you watch another video, I hope you have an amazing day. Amen.